Hey, welcome to a very special episode of the Shellheads podcast. I am one of your hosts, Sergio. Uh, I'm here with the other of your hosts, Jeff. Uh, and we're all, we also have a special guest this time. Uh, as you, you probably heard last episode, we are talking about Power Rangers. Uh, they're the, the, the most recent Power Rangers Turtles crossover. And, uh, you know, I, I have a Power Rangers friend or two. Uh, so joining us for this episode is one of my Power Rangers friends, uh, Alden Kirkland. Hey, guys. I'm waving. Y'all can't see me, but I'm waving. My name is Alden. Use your imagination, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so uh, Alden is one of the hosts of the Dead Scene Kids podcast. Uh, it is a sister show uh, on the Reality Breached Network. Uh, and he's also going to be one of the stars of the upcoming Downset Drip series on YouTube. Uh, which, which is Drip the, is fantastic. Isn't uh, it? It is. It is really great. It's actually one of the, you know, I I love my best friend and I love the the content that we make with DSK. Uh, but Downset Drip is so much fun. Um, and for anyone that doesn't care about sports or that do care about sports, uh, but want to just kind of poke and jab at it for, you know, fashion reasons. It's God, it's so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> it is. I've been editing the episodes. They're fantastic. But we have a lot to get to. Jeff, how's it been? Uh, you know, it, it's been a while, but that's mainly been to, you know, my my busy schedule uh, with things. But I was like, you know what? It's like we we, we have to record this week. <laughs> we pushed it off <laughs> too much. And right. that also means that news has been stockpiling. That's true. If we go enough weeks, we end up just having to do an all news episode. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, we, we kind of have to draw a line in the sand. Uh, so, yeah, it's been three weeks. We have a lot of news. But before we get to news, we do have to have to, we have to get to our first segment. What's that, Jeff? It's time to see what's in our collective boxes. Ah! Oh, you know, that mean that means Jeff has something in his box. Do you, Jeff? Did you get something in your box this time? Kind of. It's kind of it, it is, uh, you know, sort of turtles related. Not 100 percent, but, you know, maybe 99 mm, percent turtles related. That's a lot of percent. That's a lot of percent, dude. It is a lot of percent. Yeah. Um, so um, I got in a copy of Game Master Classified. Uh, it's the insider's guide to the Nintendo's coming of age. Um, by Matthew, I'm going to pronounce this name wrong, Taranto, probably, and Howard Phillips, um, who was instrumental in, you know, Nintendo's of America's, you know, you know the, the, the heyday. Okay. Um, and in the book, um, it, it very much reads like, you know, an issue of Nintendo Power, because it's talking about that. But it also has some segments like Year in Reviews, um, and there are two uh, pieces on uh, tur- uh, the first Turtles NES game and the second game. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. When you when you sent that over and you were like, check this thing out. It's cool. I was like, that is pretty cool. I, I, I'm I'm not that deep. Like, I'm deep into, like, collecting old video games, but not, like, reading about them because Turtles are literally the only thing I read about. Yeah. 
so th- throw a link up for that somewhere and maybe maybe someone will want to purchase it. Is, yeah, is, it, is, it, is it a purchasable thing or was it like a um, a Kickstarter or something that you got? It was a Kickstarter, but you can still get copies. You can get the standard version or you can get the autographed version. Guess which one I, I opted to get. Of course, the autographed version. The digital the standard version. version. No, not a digital. <laughs> Philistine. Uh, no. <laughs> no. I always go for the autographed version. Uh, I, I would, wouldn't expect anything less. Um Anything else, Jeff, before I get into my my stash of stuff? No, that's it for now. I have something coming, but it's very slow going. I it There was no other option except for free shipping, and we all know the dreaded free shipping means snail mail. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> well, I did get a bunch of stuff, so I'm just going to roll through the easy stuff. I got the, the Donnie as the Invisible Man. Uh, NECA figure, which of course all of those look fantastic. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, you know, I don't know the different teams over there at at, at NECA, but I I feel like their A team is working on that line. Oh yeah. I also got my last loot crate. Oh yeah. Yeah, I I had one outstanding loot crate. Uh, it was the, it was Donnie, uh, from the movie. Not Donnie, Danny, Danny from the original movie. I had ordered two of them. They had only sent me one. And so they finally like two, two point eight years later. I finally got my last loot crate. Wow. They didn't even ship it in an official loot crate box. It was just a white box. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like like they're they're that strapped for cash. They're like, don't even pay for the die. But it was, it's cool. It was cool. Wait, um, like is Loot Crate done? Loot Crate is digging them. If they're not done, they're digging themselves out of a very deep hole. Uh, they are owned by NECA now. Or they, okay. I'm sorry. They have the same parent company as NECA. Uh, and there there are, ever since COVID, you know, it, heavily documented cases of them being more than two years behind on fulfilling orders. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. The good news is, is I have all of them now. I, they, they, they have made me whole. I've gotten everything that I ordered from them, but it has taken a ridiculous amount of time. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Oh, speaking of NECA, I also at Target stumbled upon the NECA cartoon accessory pack, which I never thought I would see in person. Is that the one with the baby turtles? The word. It absolutely is. Nice. That's the I'm only reason I bought for, it. I'm still looking for Rex one. Rex one. He's you'll find him, man. Go to Target. You might find him at Target. That was a hint. That's not a hint. That's just saying that's where you get them. No, I'm saying, hey, next time you're at Target, look for Rex one. You did before, but it was all the box was all beat to. That's true. Know, that's true. Crapping back. Uh, let's see. What else did I get? I've, I got the Stinkovision version of the TMNT movie. Ah, uh, from Umbrella or, Entertainment. Umbrella M- Entertainment. Yeah, it's, 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 I, I haven't watched it. Like, I, I don't know if I want to actually scratch the scratch and sniff stickers that are in it or set scratch it. and sniff thing. Do it and film it. Do I it. don't, I don't want to do that. I don't want do it. The so, fans, so, okay. the fan, if you would like to see Sergio, Watch the movie and smell things. Write in care of 
Yeah. So, so to bring Alden into the loop, uh, some European company, Australian, Australia, whatever, Australian company. Hey, we got Aussie listeners, man. You got to be accurate. They're going to be coming after us. Yeah, look, they, if it's not America, it doesn't matter, right? Is that that's how we work, right? <laughs> no, that's, um, a, that's a very American thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Umbrella Entertainment did a did a printing of the original Ninja Turtles movie based mm-hmm. with, with a scratch and sniff card in it and there's a version of the movie where you watch watch the movie and you scratch whenever the screen tells you to and it smells like sewer and whatnot the stickers okay. not yourself yeah i see I, I see i see the stickers and i see that 5 is a uh, medicinal yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, like I I, I want to sit down and watch it because it's supposed to have bonus features that we don't have here. An actual making of behind the shells and yes yeah. about it. Yeah, that but that's hey, that's more than what we got. Yep. Uh, so so yeah, that's probably gonna happen soon. Um, what else did I get? Uh, oh, so on Instagram, you know, there's all kinds of weird turtle stuff, which I, I love all of it. Uh. And you know that every year we do our our uh, well, what do we call it again? The 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 fan fiction fest or feast? Yeah, the the fan fiction feast. Uh, and I've I found a, another yet another fan made comic book to purchase and and we'll probably end up reading this uh, this later this summer in like four months. Oh wow! Uh, it's called TMNT Coyote Coyote. K Y O D A I. Sure. Coyote. Uh, I have not read it. I will not be reading it until until we go to read it for the you know for the show. Uh, but the art is really cool. So, um, I don't know if it's good. So I'm not going to say go buy it. You know, it could this be. Art good. is really cool. It's but like the art the is art. really cool. Yeah. 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 TMNT Coyote. Uh, so. I guess check that out. Um, okay, I think that's yeah, that's everything except the big one. The big one that I got, I got from mycomicshop.com a signed and graded copy of the first image or the first issue of the image run of like the the comic or the the Chicago Comic Con cover. Oh wow. So it's so, yeah, it's a variant of number one signed by Eric Larson, the. The the artist. And it's graded at a nine point eight and it's, you know, encapsulated. Jealous. Yeah. Yeah. And if you don't mind my asking, how much should that puppy set you back? Uh, We don't have these kind of discussions on shellheads. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, I I don't know if this is your first episode, Jeff. Keep your keep your secrets of the use there. No, it was it was more than I typically pay for these things, but I liked it and I wanted it, so I treated myself. Will you? Oh, uh, treat yourself. Will you be posting images on a certain social platform? Uh, that's I see what you did there. Yeah. I- image. Ha <laughs> Um, probably, probably at some point. Uh, I've I've got a couple of. I've I've been kind of dormant the past couple of weeks on on uh, the Instagram, but it'll, it'll pop up soon. Yeah. 
uh, I think that's it. One, two, three. Th- yeah, that's that's all of my. Nope, I got one more thing. One more real stupid thing. Uh, my mom, who is always trolling town looking for cheap turtles nonsense to buy me, bought me a dice set, a what? Ninja no, Turtles cool. dice set. So what that means is I can play Yahtzee, or I can play craps. Uh, I, I can I can find a back alley and bet some dude some money and throw my Ninja Turtles dice. I mean, watch out. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, as soon as actually Larry finds out, man, he's coming for you. Right. Yeah. It, she, she bought she when she brought him in. I was like, these are so stupid. But that made me even happier because, like, usually what she brings is stuff I either have already or is half open and she's like, I got it cheap. This time it's like, <laughs> here's something I found cheap and it's real dumb. And I'm like, thank you, mom. This is what I'm looking for. So. So this clearly was not like an official deal, was it? Oh, it absolutely is, sir. Oh. Viacom so it, will put turtles on anything. Well, this is true. So, like, was it a part of a like a board game or was it like a just a, a Yahtzee thing? Or, or No, what? it's not Yahtzee. It's not a board game. It is literally six Ninja Turtle themed dice. Wow. In in, in, in its own package. It looks so shady. It's, it's like, hey, kids, let's go play some table games. Money. Yeah, it's whatever. It's it's mine now. Oh, I think I see the image. Does it come with a Master Splinter and a Shredder? <laughs> yes okay now i see it okay cool um that that does it that's what's in sergio's box this time that's a lot of stuff uh so i went through it real fast jeff what's next and now it's time for secret of the news ah. jeff do you see any on our list here that you want to talk about first um I'd say the one that like stands out to me the most okay. is the we're getting a new uh, NECA April figure. That That's the biggest news? Well, I'd say it's... Okay. All right. You know, well, it's one of the big. Let's, let's just do all the figure news. How about that? You're right. We're getting a new... We're getting a couple of new April figures. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember to last episode, my prediction was that we were going to get a, a, a Secret of the Ooze April announcement as the last April April announcement. Mm-hmm. That's incorrect. We didn't get that. I was wrong. Look at me. Egg on my face. Um, the last official announcement was the reveal of the new Ultimate Tune April uh, from the cartoon. That's the uh, That was the official April Tuesday thing. And... It looks great. It's about time they finally did one of these. They've released a couple of Aprils before. One of them was in a two-pack that was short-shipped, and then the other one was part of the four-pack where she was a cat and not actually April, which was just kind of infuriating and funny. This is finally a proper tune April. Yeah. My favorite part is that, you know, her accessories are um, her camera, um, her hands, a pot, and then uh, two sets of being the damsel. 
Two wait, wait what? <laughs> two sets of being a damsel in distress. <laughs> like, there's like one of her like wrapped up in like uh like oh, this, yeah. and then another one she's like blindfolded. It's like <laughs> it's like April was a uh, what, what's her name from uh from Scooby Doo? He's like, who's the damsel in distress? Not me. It's like, no, April, you are. <laughs> well, she was more of like the Lois Lane being in the wrong place at the wrong time, but they use uh-huh. it way too much. Yeah. Way too much. Like, the one thing I don't see in this is she doesn't have a gun. Well, yeah, like, I mean, that's from the original toy line, but you I know. know. I know. You're not like, her you're not gun. wrong. You know. But it seems like it, I'm not one to complain about accessories. She shouldn't have a gun, but the original to- toy line had a gun, so I kind of ex- expect there to be one. Yeah, I mean, if you look at her camera, it could be turned into a gun. It, this, this, isn't in, uh, this isn't James Bond. Hey, come on. <laughs> come the on. other the, the other April that we got is is much is 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 much more bizarre. Uh, it's also from NECA. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Judith Hoag, she's you know she's been very cooperative working with with NECA to get you know figures with her head you know on the top of them. And I, I feel like they're really stretching with this latest announcement. They were on, she was on the the Foosh cast. And they they announced that there's going to be a movie April in a yellow jumpsuit. Yep. Yuck. I think it looks like an ex like a a, a an extra from the Alien movie. That's <laughs> it's giving off Alien, dude. It really is. And the sculpt is bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm not happy with it. Like it. It literally looks nothing like the the proposed art because of where they have to put the leg like, uh, you know, hinges hinges. That's not the right word. Whatever. Because of where they have to put the leg holes. This doesn't look like a jumpsuit. I mean, look, you could take her head off and put it on the cartoon April and that'd work. Yeah, I. I, This is not cool. (laughs) I mean, hopefully it's just like, you know, not the final version. Oh, it probably is. Even though she's holding in the video the figure. So, you know. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't I didn't catch the live video. I just, I just caught the screen grabs afterwards. Does it is it actually coming with a tiny arcade cabinet that's completely unrelated I I don't think so, because like the link that I shared from Foosh Vibes. Oh wait, that's the uh, no yes Pizza Time. Uh, that's one of the the uh, Playmates toys. <sighs> How much is this gonna cost? Probably like sixty seventy bucks. Like who, <sighs> you're gonna buy it. I know, <laughs> but <laughs> doesn't matter. You're gonna buy it. It's like they took something real dumb, made it dumber, and then said, you're going to buy it. And then I just kind of slunked in a corner and said, leave me alone, you know? Yeah, yeah. they're they're listening to you, and they're like, oh, that Sergio guy. We're just making him buy more stuff. Because the, 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 the pizza time thing, like, 
none of this makes any sense. Yeah, it's Pizza Face video game. This, this, well, standalone, the Pizza Face video game makes sense. But it doesn't make any sense next to this fictitious April that they pulled out of their butts, you know? Yeah. Just so they could keep working with Judith Hogue. I, I, I don't know. This, this seems like an April Fool's joke. Hey, I see what you did there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe they can't get a hold of Paige Turco. That, yeah, Paige Maybe Turco is playing hardball. Maybe she's not interested. Just like, you know, the um, the guy that played Tatsu. Like, he is not interested. I'm like, dude, you could be action figure. Like, as I said last episode, like, what's Paige Turco doing that's, that's, that's bringing in enough cash that she can say no to cash? I don't know, dude. Exactly. Well, we, we have other other uh, other figure news. Uh, NECA also kind of an shadow announced that we're getting a last Ronin Karai. Yep. Uh, which uh, Karai was in what? One book of yeah. the last Ronin. But, you know, th- they're they're going real hard on this last Ronin stuff right now. So it it makes complete sense that they're doing this. She looks more like Electra. I was thinking the same thing. I didn't want to be the person to say it because I'm the guest, but I totally thought that. <laughs> I was like, dude, give her give her Ralph's like his size, and you got Electra. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that, that's what she looked like in the comic. So yeah, it, it, they're not doing it wrong. Um, let's see. In other NECA news, in a recent uh, video that NECA was doing in the background, you can totally see a time scepter. Yep. Which this is, of course, is one of the worst kept secrets is that eventually they're going to do turtles, three figures and, yep. uh, you know, logic dictates that at least one of those will come with a time scepter. Right. Uh, or I, I, I guess my prediction on that is there'll be a four pack and the four pack will definitely come with a time scepter. Wait, that was the, that image was uh, during the, the April thing, right? Maybe. What if it's page Turco April? They would have announced that during their, their April a thon in April. Maybe. Like why, why, why announce all these other garbage Aprils that, not garbage Aprils, but you know what I mean. When the big news is Paige Turco's here. Well, because, you know, they they had the other April on the show. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It could be. It could be. It, it, it's a it's a crapshoot. Throw your dice. That's <laughs> uh, a callback, guys. Um, yeah. You yeah. Do got them dice, man. You do got them dice. Shake what your mama gave you. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> oh two shredders. Oh, no. Oh, snake oh, eyes. Oh. Uh, two, two shredders. <laughs> Where that that little time scepter ends up, who knows? OK, let's 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 get get something off my chest here. Uh, this isn't NECA news, but it is figure related. So uh, the website bottlenackgallery.com. They cut a deal with somebody uh, i'm assuming viacom to release a sculpt of peter laird's first ninja turtle figure or draw a figure of his first drawing right mm-hmm. very similar to what i think mondo did with kevin eastman's first ninja turtle which was the first ninja turtle 
Uh, I have that one. It's super ugly, but it looks exactly the way it's supposed to look. I love it so much. This one looks cooler, but they only made, they're only making 500 of them. Yeah. Mm, sounds expensive. And they were like 75 bucks, which is really not that bad. That's but not. I logged on the minute they went on sale. Within a minute, the one I was trying to buy sold out. So I went back oh. to get to for, so I went back to get a different variant because they were selling three different variants. Before I could get through checkout on my second try, that one had sold out. By the time I went back to the homepage to try to grab anything I could, they were all gone. Oh. Whole, the whole thing sold out in less than two and a half minutes. Yikes. And it makes you wonder how many of those were scalpers. I don't really care. Like, you should pro- care. No, because it's, it's crap. No, no, because look, I, I don't. I don't hold someone's hustle against them. If oh, they no, found I a do. way to make money, make your money. However, my problem is you know that you can sell more than 500 of those things. Oh, yeah. Okay. You you, you know that two and a half minutes, they could have put 15,000 on there, and they probably would have sold out within a week. Okay. Only producing 500 is the least – consumer friendly thing they could have possibly done and like i understand that's like the new trend is we're going to do a limited drop where there's like 400 t-shirts no more than 400 get them all they but this is a sculpt of a very iconic figure that no one has ever done before and there's no this came out of nowhere there was no sign of it ever being done and they're like 500 screw you guys bye and like there are literally no repercussions for the re the, the, the retailer because they knew how much they know how much money they have to front to make them. They know they're going to sell out. They get their money. And even if you choose, Hey, I'm never going to shop with them. If they do end up with some sort of exclusive that you want to get, of course you're going to try to shop with them because they're in it, the exclusive. It is completely anti-consumer is what it is. Yeah. And it pisses me off. That, that's just me. No, I'm right there with you. Alden? Um, I actually hate scalpers. So the way that you you want to like you want to say that, yeah, like their hustle. No, nah, dude, I I hate scalpers. It, they ruin everything for everyone. Uh, uh, I hope they end up the way that everyone with those PS5s did. Uh, you just end up with a bunch of PS5s in your house, and then you don't, you can't sell them because nobody wants to buy them because they're they're scalped. I hate it. I think I think it's a terrible thing to do, um, especially being like being a fan of sneakers. And I'm not big into sneakers at all, but like sneakers that I like, I like them. Uh, and then I can't buy them. So, for instance, like the Spider-Man shoes that just came out, uh, and then like you can't get them because they're scalpers. So no, I can understand no, like no, toys like can't. this. You can't get them because of the manufacturer. No, it's the scalpers that have that. It's no. both. It, it's truly no. It's, it's truly the manufacturer. Both. It's truly both. It is because you 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 know exactly what you're doing. You make the you make these to where you they they become limited, uh, and that th- leaves it open for it to be scalped. 
Yeah. So no, it's both. It is both. But yeah. then you have piece of crap people that decide that they want to go through and say, oh, I want to buy you know ten of them, and then I want to I want to keep one for myself, and then sell nine for three grand. It's both. It's truly both. Like the scalpers wouldn't exist if they made enough to meet the demand. Period. Exactly. I agree. Yeah. I agree with yeah. that. So again, I I don't. I'm not poo-pooing on anyone's hustle. Like, make your money, do what you got to do. I, I I I get having a different opinion on that, but that's just me. Like, if I can sell something for more than I bought it, I'm gonna do it. I'm I'm a poor person. I need to buy Ninja Turtles. <laughs> uh, but but if these people are buying like you know what fifty PS5s, they're not poor. <laughs> well, it's called an investment, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta you gotta have it to to get it. You know, or you got to put it on like, credit to get it. Don't be just, you know, people just don't be scummy Two right. two of cer- certain things, one to open, one to display, you know, one to keep whatever. That's fine. But, you know, and the sneaker thing, I get that. You know, if you want a nice pair of shoes, you can't get them. It's just, you know, I get it because I have been cheated out of things before. All because of you know automated by now already because they know how to do it and break the system. No, no, like I'm sorry, it, that is the manufacturer's fault. Period. It, we're we're just going to agree to disagree on this. The manufacturer is responsible for putting the product in the pipeline. What happens with that product once it's in the pipeline? That's called the wild. That's that's just going to happen regardless. Yeah. The only way for them to control that is to make more stuff. <sighs> what what else do we have? We have a lot of news. Um, let's talk about Splinter's fate. Jeff, what's TMNT Splinter's fate? Uh, that is a brand new roguelike game for Apple Arcade. Yeah. Is it only on Ar- Apple Arcade, or can you actually buy it? No, it's only on Apple Arcade. Oh my God! Apple Arcade is pretty, pretty, pretty good about keeping it exclusive. <laughs> well, I will never be playing this game. <laughs> I won't be playing it either. I do like roguelikes, and it does look rather good. And it's something that I think really could have benefited from, like an actual console release. I don't know. I. Hey man, I got uh, I got, I got, I got Apple Arcade. You can borrow my iPad and you can play it. Oh, it's a roguelike. I don't even know if I want to do that. Like, it, most roguelikes aren't aren't good. Like, at least in my eyes, I, I, I don't, don't I, I don't like that type of gameplay. Yeah, you know, and and I saw people throwing throw. Was it you that Jeff that said it's it's like the turtles, but or it's the turtles take on Hades, which is that's a real high hope. That wasn't me. No. Okay. Someone someone said it, and I'm just like, hey, first off, Hades is like top tier roguelike. You know, you can't just throw it around like every game is going to be able to be that good. Yeah. Yeah. I just I hate that I can't play it to judge it myself, but I'm not I'm not paying for that. I don't have an you Apple can. device. I'm telling you, I got it. You can play it. Okay, I'll I'll check it out. Got you covered. Um, hmm. 
I feel like it's just going to be another a, another one of those mobile games that is. I wonder if it has microtransactions in it. No, if it's uh if it's Apple Arcade, it will not have microtransactions. That's oh. the reason for That's it being on Apple Arcade. That's nice. Okay, maybe there's hope. Maybe. Uh, well, despite it being on Apple Arcade, uh, IDW announced, I believe it was today, it was very, very late breaking news that there is a companion comic that has already been released that is uh, digital only on Amazon Kindle. What's it called? Comixology? Yeah. For like a dollar ninety nine. It's 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 a twelve page thing. Uh, I I don't know if there's going to be any more than one, you know, one issue, but it, it's out there now. Uh, I haven't even had a chance to read it yet. It, it's it's so it's so fresh. So well, it was it was three days ago. I didn't realize it until today. Uh, but we will have a link to that and of course the show notes. I don't know if it's, if it's any good. I'm sure we'll read it for the show at some point. Maybe if I do end up playing Splinter's uh, Splintered Fate. Splint, Splinter's Fate? The game is Splinter's Fate, right? Yeah. But yeah. the comic is Splintered Fate. Yes. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I, I watched gameplay footage. It looks it looks like a lot of like, like a lot of fun. Especially mm-hmm. if you like roguelites, which you don't, so you'll probably hate it. Um, it but... Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy them, so I, I just love some dungeon crawler goodness. Um, the wild thing here is I don't see anywhere in this this article that this comic is ever going to be published, like physically. That's a shame. Yeah, uh, I, they re- I guess they really missed an opportunity to. This could have been a free comic book day deal. Ooh, that would have been great promotion like, right there. Yeah, that that would have been perfectly timed. It's really odd that I, I guess it just didn't line up or they had other plans. They did have a free comic book day book that I haven't picked up yet, but it was just a reprinting of some some stuff that they had already done. Um, speaking of IDW, Jeff, tell us about the 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 news that hit them over the past three weeks. I was gonna uh, before I hit that, I was gonna tell you that uh, Tom Waltz um, and Kevin Michael Jordan uh, co-wrote uh, the game. The game? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So that's you know. That doesn't make the pl- gameplay good. <laughs> doesn't make it fun. Look! Look! <laughs> Uh, let's see. Actually, Tom Waltz is kind of uh, interwoven into this news story. So speaking of IDW, the, it, things have been uh, kind of there's been a shakeup over there. And not like a good one, not like a, hey, we have a lot of money and we're doing a lot of stuff. It's more of a, hey, you're all fired situation. Uh, IDW cut yikes two fifths of their employees, executives. Uh, and delisted their stock from the stock exchange. Uh, Oof. We, yeah, yeah, that's that's approximately 39% of its workforce. Um, I, everyone, well, the assumption is, is this is so they can stay afloat. Uh, they, they do have a lot of books they publish every month. Most of them are 
uh, licensed titles. So it, it's it's not it's not just you know straight up profit when they do have to publish them. It's it's intended. Th- this change is to preserve capital. I, I'm not a business dude. I don't know what that means per se, but a lot of people are out of a job now. Uh, when it comes to uh, who'd we say Tom Tom Waltz? Yeah, Tom Waltz. In a Instagram post that is no longer up, uh, he did indicate that he has lost his job at IDW. What? But it, it like while technically he doesn't work for the company and he is not a like he he's not like a project lead like he was before. He's now a contract worker, which means the work that he's doing on The Last Ronin, uh, any of the work that he's doing on the the ongoing team and T-Book, he will still continue to do. He's just not a salaried employee with IDW. They're paying him on, you know, a ad hoc basis, uh, which if that helps them stay in the in the black, I, I guess go for it. But. I don't know this, this, none of this, like none of this sounds good. Uh, that what part do you think, I didn't agree. Like I didn't know that he wasn't with. I well, yeah. More. Yeah. Like I sent you the link to it, but like, as I said, the Instagram post is gone. Oh, now. oh yeah. no. It's on his Facebook that he left job at IDW publishing. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Which again, he's still going to be writing the stories. Uh, he he did have a position that was more than just writer, uh, but now he just won't have those responsibilities anymore. He'll just be the writer that they contracted to do the writing. I mean, as long as he's still involved with Turtles, I'll be happy. Yeah. Because who else is going to do this? Ke- Kevin Eastman. That's a joke. That's a, that's a, he. Oh, I, oh, I, 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 I got very strong sarcasm vibes <laughs> in that. Look, Kevin Eastman does, does good work for IDW. I just don't want him writing comics. Uh, yeah, yeah, this, this, this is not good news. Um, but if, but after all of this goes down, if they've, you know, can emerge from it five years from now in a better place, then, you have to, you know, applaud their business acumen. If this is just the the, the first step of their, you know, inevitable downfall, then that sucks even more. Yeah. Uh, the, the the current IDW book is at like issue one thirty four or something. Like it's 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 getting up there, and they just they're about to conclude the the huge Armageddon game uh, story that they've been telling for like eight nine months so uh, once they get that pushed out the door i'm not saying i'm okay with them canceling the book but i'd understand if they had to right but it doesn't seem like they're they're scaling back any of their ninja turtle stuff at all having just announced both the street fighter crossover and the stranger things crossover yeah so uh, I, but my understanding is the tmnt stuff sells pretty well for them oh yeah that's kind of a given. Yeah, I suppose I'm buying all of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeff, what what news topic do you want to talk about next? Uh, let's see. How about both Turtles 1 and 2 are coming to a drive-in not near you? 
Maybe near you? Maybe. Yeah, this was this was sent to to, to us from a uh, Instagram user, and it's in was that Leighton Le- Le- Lehighton? How do you how do you pronounce that? Lehighton, Pennsylvania. Maybe just Leighton, Pennsylvania. Leighton. Sorry if we're mispronouncing. We don't. We're not from there, so we don't. That's, know. that's we're from the south, so it's like Lehighton, Pennsylvania. Maybe for you. <laughs> uh, it's it's the oh I can't even pronounce the name of the drive-in either. It's the Mahanian Mahanian. Uh, this is just full of words I can't say. Mahjong. The Mahjong Drive-in Theater in Lahighton, Pennsylvania, uh, on J- July twenty-second is air, is going to you know have a, a double feature of both the first and second movie. Uh, tickets are only ten bucks. And kids under 13 are $8. Of course, kids under 13 are – never mind. Um, you know what? You could have just left it at that. This and that seems been cool. Perfect. <laughs> this seems cool. Oh, uh, yeah. They have to be serving copious amounts of pizza. I hope so. Do drive, I, I've never been to a drive-in. Do they have, like, concessions? They got all kind of stuff, man. Do they do they have like car hops that bring like popcorn and stuff to your car? I don't know about bringing it to you. I mean, I've never been one, but just been to one because we don't have them here. There's yeah. one in Memphis. Is there? Yeah, there used to be one in Hattiesburg, but it closed oh, and yeah. then years later burned down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember driving past it. It was always closed, so it was long after you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, like if you have to get out of your car to go get concessions, doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of bringing your car? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe. Like but, the whole point—it's like a drive-through movie. You don't have to get out of your car. Yeah, yeah. I don't. That's I'm overthinking it. I, I it, probably just want popcorn. It depends on which you know type of of uh, driving it is, but I'd love to go. Just to have that experience. Yeah, that would be cool. Uh, but we don't live anywhere near Lahan, uh, Pennsylvania, so that's not happening. And where did they get this art? It looks like somebody made it. Maybe. It, I, I'm not saying it's bad. It just is. I don't recognize it. Maybe it was a. I don't want to say it was a copyright issue, but like you know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. They are using the turtles logo, so they can't be that worried about copyright. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, we still have more news. More news. So take it so, away, Sergio. Yeah. So more movie news. Uh, let's talk about the Casey Jost stuff for stuff first. Okay. Uh, the Casey Jost movie. Casey and Colin Jost, of course, were, were announced to have been writing a turtles, a live action turtles movie that we haven't gotten any news on until. This, which really isn't much news, uh, but recently Casey Jost was on a podcast. Yeah, yeah. On, a, on the Fun Bearable podcast, which is a really good name for a podcast. Uh, and he, he gave some comments on the script that he that they turned in for the, the movie that's they're, they're trying to get made. And one of the quotes pulled from it is there needs to be something that feels like. Uh, yeah, there needs to be something that feels like somewhere closer to the original 1990 film. Yeah. And and like that quote is he says a lot of the right stuff. 
when it comes to what we, me and you, uh, would want out of this movie. Yeah. Um, when this was announced, I told you I trusted both Colin and Casey Jost. Like, they're funny dudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't really have they don't really have uh, too much experience writing movies, but they are both writers, comedic writers. So I don't know. I don't know. But what are your thoughts? So from, you know, the video that I watched about, you know, this guy's interview and everything like it sounded it sounded good, you know, and they're brothers. They're like, who better to write, you know, about brothers than two brothers? Yep. Um, the that they've never written a movie before kind of does trouble me. But again, you got script doctors for that. Um, yeah, I just, you know, at this point it, it's, it's literally, literally what the fandom has begged for a return to that original nineties movie. Mm-hmm. Colin has written, uh, movies. He's oh, written, okay. uh, he's a, he's a writer on, uh, or at least, uh, Wikipedia shows me two writer, uh, acclimates that he has, okay. uh, which is Staten Island summer and one that is coming out, which is called worst man. And he is a writer on those. Okay. Um, yeah, see that. So I, yeah, I, be, I believe that Colin would definitely, uh, would try and st- stick to what he believes in. And I, I I don't know. Some something about that guy just seems like I don't know. He just seems like the right person to do anything. If he puts it, if he puts his hands on something, I feel like he's going to do the right thing. I mean, he's as close to being Casey Jones as possible. We already got a Casey. <laughs> wait, wait, what did what did you what what did you just say, Alden? <laughs> I think that he if he put if he puts his hands on something, I think he's willing to do what's right for it. Uh, that's why he's married to Scarlett Johansson. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You know, maybe maybe he could teach her something. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Um. Yeah. I, again, this movie probably won't get made just because it, it's it'll probably hinge on how well the 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 Seth Rogen movie does. Yeah. Uh. But I'm infinitely curious to see to see what the, what they've come up with because I, I like both those dudes. I'm curious too because there, I think he mentioned there was like some kind of dream sequence Michelangelo was having, and Optimus Prime was like, "Hey, wake up!" <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then later in the movie, the callback is he's uh, Michelangelo is standing at, 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 and uh, like talking to an eighteen wheeler, going, "Come on, man, I know you're in there." <laughs> uh, that would be so great if they did that. Yeah. No, you know, no more. Ugly Shrek Hulk babies. Just keep it, keep it as close to Henson as possible. Yeah. Uh, well, we do also have news on the Seth Rogen uh, produced movie. I, I like. I hate that. That's the name that is just kind of attached to the new Mutant Mayhem movie. You know. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, he's just a producer, and he didn't write it. He's not directing it. He's not act. He is one of the actors in it. But uh, the Empire had a, an article uh, about it with an exclusive image that looks fan freaking tastic. Yeah. Um. And th- again, in this interview with uh, the, I think he was the writer. Yeah. No, the co-director of uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines, Jeff Rowe. Mm-hmm. 
uh, he's also saying a lot of the right things. Uh, one, one of his quotes is, we wanted it to be like Stand By Me and Lady Bird, but, you know, with Ninja Turtles. Yeah. 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 Like a coming of age story with the turtles is an area we haven't really seen much of. So, again, they're saying the right things. And typically when people who make movies talk about movies, they say this, say the right stuff until the movie comes out and then it sucks. And you're like, what you were saying, the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it happened with Wild Wild West. Oh, well, no, that one sucked before. Like, we knew that. <laughs> giant, is that a giant spider? <laughs> what? Uh, and let's say another another quote is. Um, they've got a lot of that inauthentic confidence that teenagers have uh, when you're a teen, you don't know any better. So you operate with this hyped up sense of we can do anything. Yeah. And I, I, I preach this all the time on this show. Let the turtles be teenagers. And I feel like they're really taking that and, and, and running with it. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely feel that from the trailer of this one. And, you know, I don't really watch trailers. Uh, well, the people on this podcast don't know that. I don't watch trailers, <laughs> but I watched this trailer and I was like, I love how idiotic they are. Like, they're them throwing ninja stars at each other's head. Like,. <laughs> <laughs> Just to see who was better at it. <laughs> yeah. No, I I love the fact that they're being they're being kids. They're being kids, you know. And that was, you know, I hate to keep bringing up Spider Man on a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles podcast, but like that was the, one of the things about like Spider Man that we never got in films. Like you tried to grow them up too fast. Yeah. We, ne- we never got teenage. We never got teenage Peter, and so I think it's cool that we're actually getting like. 12 13 and 14 year old you know teenage mutant ninja turtles we've never gotten that yeah yeah so as as we inch closer to august august yeah that's when this comes out right yeah i think so um i'm getting more and more stoked and i can't wait for a second trailer yeah same here yeah um is that it nope we have one more jeff talk about that uh that mecha figure thing that mecha figure thing? Oh. Man, that thing looks cool. Uh, let's see. Where is it? It's got a lot of pieces. It's gonna if if kids play with it, it's a lot of pieces are gonna get lost. But man, it looks cool. Oh yeah. The um the turtle mech, the the turtle gundam. I didn't uh, Leonardo came out already, I think, didn't it? Yes. Um do you, do you see? Do you see? You see the link, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just I don't want to say it's more of the same. Like it looks like for any of you out there who have watched the anime um, Gundam Wing, he very much reminds me of Gundam Heavy Arms, which has you know, huge freaking Gatling guns on his arms and stuff, and he's just fully loaded. So I I totally dig that. Um, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had the cash to get these, I'd get them. But you know, I'm just gonna admire them from afar. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm a big anime nut and a big you know super robot you know mecha fan. And yeah. like, this is right up my alley. You know, 
if it's you know if it was a hundred bucks maybe. Yeah, these these look like they're one hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, so okay, I I didn't say this when we announced the the Leo one, but I don't like that they have guns. They're giant turtle super robots, man. They gotta have guns. Like I look, they're ninja robots, right? Yeah, ninja robots have weapons too. They don't have guns. They do now. It's weird nitpick. Um, so I'm not an expert on mechs. Like, so would this be like piloted by a turtle? I think that it is. It, oh, that's right. Cause yeah, cause I complained about the little monochrome turtle in its back. Okay. Yep. Yeah, these are super dumb. I don't want these at all. Of course you don't. Of course you don't. Just, just super Japanese. Super no. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. I think it's cool looking. <laughs> that's two against one. That's two against one. Thank you, Alden. <laughs> yes, that does it for news. Whew. Okay. Okay. Now we can get to what we brought Alden on for. Yeah. Oh. But before we do that, we do have to take our legally mandated break. So here it is. Coming soon to your earwaves, a franchise that has action figures from Playmates Toys, a animated series executive produced by Fred Wolf, a theme song written by Chuck Lorre, there. Hideously deformed creatures of superhuman size and strength. They're ugly, but they still get girls. That's right, Tromvillians. It's time for the Lloyd Kaufman-approved Toxic Crusaders podcast. Diving into the animated series, the toys, the video games, and more. Coming soon to a Tromaville near you. Crusaders, it's cleanup time. And we're back. Uh, We're here today uh, to talk about Mighty Morphin Power Rangers slash cross uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the the comic, the the five issue comic series from Boom Studios and IDW. It's kind of a a co-production there. Uh, This is the second series of the turtles and the, the the power rangers getting together kind of following in the footsteps of what dc and idw did with the batman uh, crossover which of course was a huge success uh you know a few years before this so when when we read the first one we predicted that there would be a second one uh alden you being a power rangers dude uh this was the first time you've read both the series correct yes uh, how familiar? 
this is my first time reading this one. Um, I'm currently actually reading the uh, the. Um, okay, so uh, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, and you have to say the whole thing is a little convoluted. It's a uh, you know it's it lives on the the, the power grid, and uh, this comic is in like right in the middle of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Okay. So is it considered canon on that end of things? Um I mean, considering some of the stuff that they say in this comic is canon in the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic, so I would consider it to be canon. Okay. Cuz cuz I, I mean, wouldn't, I wouldn't consider it to be canon on the turtle side of, of things. I mean, down to down to the coloring of this, like all of this just fits. If you were to take any of these panels and put it right into Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, it would fit perfectly. Okay. So 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 at very least, stylistically, it's consistent. Yeah, absolutely. That's fair. Uh, and uh, like, what is you? How how would I put this? Coming into this discussion, like. W- what type of Power Rangers dude are you? Like, how into it are you? I have been into Power Rangers all of my life. Now, as far as getting into more of the lore has been uh, more in my adult age. Um, so, like, I've collected Power Ranger toys forever. Um, and, like, I would – it was very one-off. But, like, now I'm, like, continuously um, collecting toys and comics so big the world has grown so big that i'm actually you know i'm kind of proud to be a a power rangers fan because of how big the universe has gotten and uh you know it wasn't until our older age that we got this much power ranger stuff that was dedicated to uh to the people that you know grew up on it now there are still you know they're still the kids shows and, you know, they're still aimed for that kid audience. But like these comics very much feel like they're uh, they're aimed at the adults that grew up with Power Rangers. Yeah. That, and oddly, it's it's odd that you put it that way. That's kind of where the Turtles IDW series has gone. It's like none of it is explicitly for adults, but it's written in a way that it can be enjoyed by an older audience. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's enough Power Ranger talk. <laughs> let's get let's get to the Ninja Turtles. All right. Well, let's let's let me let, let me uh, do a quick run through of uh, the first issue of the series, and then we can get to the nitty gritty, which is actually talking about the book itself. So, uh, where we left off uh, was, of course, the Turtles and Rangers were successful in defeating. Uh, Rita and the Shredder, and they teleported out with Rita saying, hey, I want to hang out with your cosmic friends. Uh, I I feel like we have unfinished business. You know, basically, next time around, we're going to see Krang is basically what they were projecting at the end of the first the first run. And this one picks up right where where they left off. Uh, They've successfully invented a series uh, of or it, it at least invented a canon that has the turtles and the Power Rangers just always in it together. Of course, they live in different cities, but they just both exist. Uh, kicks off with Casey fighting uh, Karai. It doesn't seem as uh, adversarial 
as it usually is, which tells me this is leaning towards the IDW canon. But they don't really get into the, you know, the details as to what what that means. Casey is very quickly kidnapped through some sort of black portal. Now cut to the Rangers or some of the Rangers hanging out with some of the turtles who are wearing holograms to look like people. Trust me, we will talk about that. Uh, also, who, what are those characters' names? That Balkan Skull? Balkan yeah. Skull, yeah. Yeah, if I remember that. Okay, they're there. Uh, April's there. They're having Coke floats and whatnot. Uh, cut to Donatello. Smoothies, actually, sir. Smoothies. Smoothies. One, one of those looks like a Coke float. I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, cut to Donnie and Billy, who are working on the like the technical stuff with some ranger suits uh jason and leo are sparring raf tommy and is that jason no that that is not jason that is um that is tommy's best friend tyler that's right he was in the first series wasn't he was in the first series yes yeah he's the one that they rescue in the first series uh from shredder yeah, so so they're basically saying, hey, Casey's been missing a while. We need to go look for him. They look for him in the sewers. They come across the Rat King, uh, and the Rat King is very Rat King-ish. Uh, they don't find him. Cut to Rikers Island, where Baxter Stockman is in jail. White Baxter Stockman is in jail. I'm sure we'll talk about that. Uh, he very promptly gets broken out by Rocksteady and Goldar. I I successfully successfully remembered that guy's name. You did, you did. Yeah. I'm proud of you. <laughs> uh, as the as the prison break is happening, uh, all the turtles and the rangers show up to stop it. There's a full on fight, uh, and Casey shows up, and they're like, "Hey, you've been missing. What's up?" And he's all like, "Calm down. I'm not a good guy anymore." And he says his magic Power Ranger word and turns into some red looking pink Ranger Extreme X thing. He then reveals that he's a bad guy now, and then that's the end of the issue. There are hey, things hey man, that I love. As, as, po- as a Power Ranger fan, I don't like how disrespectful you were in this. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that what happened? I don't – we remember this wrong. No, I, I don't hate Power Rangers. Like, they, they just got popular at an age where I was like, that's lame, you know? And my brother was really into it, so just by proxy, I digested a lot of it. Yeah. And I do have very fond memories of very specific Power Ranger stuff, but, like, the lame calling out, it's morphin' time, guys, we got Triceratops, like, all that stuff. Uh, that and, like, the, the the vague, like, Japanese bigness of everything just it very much turns me off. But uh, they pitch some ideas in this that I really like. One of those is Casey being, uh, like, you know, turned. I also really like the the holograms of the turtles uh, being black dudes. Let's talk about that. It was it was spoiled for me before I even got to read it. And I was like, wait, what? And then, like, the caption was like, I'm sure this I'm sure lots of people are going to be pissed off about this. I was like, no, that fits. It, it really does. It checks out with everything that we've we've digested of turtles, and hip hop being a integral part 
of turtles. I mean, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm totally fine with it. I think, I think the art in this is just phenomenal. And it just, I was like, yes, this, this makes sense. Yeah. What about you, Alden? Yeah, no, I, it absolutely makes sense. I mean, uh, like Mikey just being like a complete slob, like this, like just short king slob. Uh, I love it. Um, and you know, Donnie being your your typical incel, you know, he looks like the type of person that says girls don't date me because I'm, you know, because I'm a I'm black and I'm a dweeb. Uh, I I mean it all fits. It all fits. Like I'm like I'm totally here for it. Like yeah, I agree. I agree with Jeff. You know, uh, with their influence on hip hop, uh, or them being so influenced by hip hop. And they're from New York, so I'm sure like their favorite artists are like the Wu Tang Clan, like for sure. No, oh, they're yeah, ninjas. They're ninjas. Why would they not be listening to to the like open the seven three chambers? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And 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 they don't really go into you know detail how the you know the the hologram stuff works. Because I, I saw some some stuff floating around the internet. It's like, oh, and the tur- the turtles in their human form are black. Oh, cool. And I'm like, no, it's eh, just a hologram. If, if it's a hologram, is it really their human form? Yeah. Because uh, did they choose these th- th- these personas? Is this just what was given to them by whatever Billy made? So, so, so yeah, it's it's kind of vague, but I really dig it. You know, what I do love is if you look at uh, their holograms, you know, um, because their fingers don't change. They're literally just holding their fingers in oh, yeah, the that's uh, in the uh, the the. <laughs> live long and prosper the entire time because like that's just their fingers <laughs> i did not I didn't, catch that that's, I didn't nice either. Catch. that's really funny um i don't and this is we don't get to see white baxter very often he ba- baxter's only been white in one other iteration of the turtles and that is the original cartoon am, am, am i wrong Jeff, check me on that if I'm wrong. No, I think that's that 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 sounds about right. Yeah, that's, that sounds right. Um, so seeing him here is like a you know middle aged frumpy white dude was weird. I don't know how I feel about it because because I guess they're allowed to do that. You know, it's it's not like they're changing his race. They're just pulling from a different version. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's very much the '80s cartoon, but yeah. like with more you know, uh, comic base. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it was just odd, you know, let's see the, the last, the, the last, like the big thing here is Casey being uh, like an evil ranger, right? Ranger X, ranger, ranger X. X. Is that a thing? That's a thing. Yeah. So right. It's a thing. That's, ranger that's X. A, we're, we're, we're okay. Okay. Cause, cause, cause later they, they suggest that ranger X comes like, that's all from like a turtles dimension X thing. I'll show you um, what they're pulling from. I'll send you, and it is. Um, oh, he's all prepared. He's got slides and everything, Sergio. That's great. Oh, they're pulling from the the evil Power Rangers, and they weren't called Ranger X. They were called uh, Cycle Rangers. They're called Cycle Rangers. Okay. That's from the in space season. Yes. So if you look at the Psycho Rangers, um, they very much mimic what the the Ranger X looks like. 
Echo Rangers. Yeah, they do. They do a little bit. Well, that's cool. Um, I think the I, I, I like them having to fight Casey Jones and Casey Jones being, you know, the, the antagonist here. I don't like that. It's kind of what they did last time. Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely just they definitely just flipped it. Yeah. Which which is kind of how these crossovers end up happening. It's like, let's take a gimmick from one of the properties and put it on the other. And then in the second time around, we'll take a different gimmick from the other other property and then, you know, write a, another five issues. I, the, the formula of Turtles crossovers is really starting to uh, become very obvious. Yeah. And I don't know if I like it. Uh, but if I take it at face value, this is really cool. What, what do you guys think of this this whole uh, whole issue? So, okay, this was – it is some of the most beautiful art I've ever seen in a comic. And I – you know, originally I felt like I hated saying that because – Maybe I'm just being biased because Power Rangers is so dear to me. But, you know, the more and more that I read comics, I'm like, no, the coloring in this just is, is just fantastic. And they do such a great job uh, in the coloring in, the, in this uh, in this series. So there is a moment where uh, I literally stopped what I was doing. I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. And it was uh, when is this is this rock is this rocksteady or bebop uh what is he uh, oh rhino that is rocksteady so rocksteady and goldar uh releasing baxter and the way that this is written and the way that it progresses is so cool with them going from the bottom of the stairs all the way down all the way to the top of the the building and the way that it's written and the way that it progresses up the stairs is so cool to me i've never seen that done in a comic yeah i i cannot agree more it's cool it's really cool uh and you know originally i thought i was i thought i hated this but it kind of it kind of is the way that the shows of power rangers is where it's like they end they end the last quote that they have, and then you, they take that quote and put it on top as a B-roll of the next scene. Yep. And they do it all the time. <laughs> they do it all the time. And originally mm-hmm. I was annoyed by it, but I was like, no, that's actually how the show is, too, where they take that and they, and they B-roll it. Um, but I thought I thought Ranger X was cool. I mean, like I said, I, this, this was uh, – Ranger X is basically just Tommy, uh, Tommy being the Green Ranger and being uh, manipulated by Rita uh, with the green candle. Um, So I thought it was cool. I thought it was like, you know, um, yeah, we did this before. Now, Ralph taking his hand and three fingers slapping Casey in the face is hilarious. Hmm. I laughed viciously when I saw it. <laughs> like just straight up slapped him. Not punched him. He slapped Casey. Yeah. Yeah. It, like like you're right. These 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 books look amazing. Like even going back to the first first series, I'm kind of flipping through that right now to just to see if there's any consistency there. And it looks different. 
but it looks still looks great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think, Jeff? I, I, I agree 100%. Like the artwork in this is just breathtaking. You know, I, the whole evil Ranger thing again, I was like, oh, come on, but he does look cool. But, you know, I do. So it, there's a, a, a cartoon uh, called Centurions. And when they would power up, they would go, power extreme. And they have the, the whole, you know, echo behind that. So add that in post when I say that. Um, <laughs> no. Please. No. <laughs> uh, at least for one. Uh, it's more. It makes it more fantastical. Um but I was all also reminded of uh, Red X from uh, the Teen Titans, mm-hmm. uh, the original, not the new horrible one. Um, but yeah, this this I I'm all on board. Like it's it, the first issue is already off to a really good start. All right, um, all right. Well, uh, we got to keep this train rolling. Uh, did you have any nuggets that you wanted to share with us, Jeff? Um, let's see if got any nuggets in here. I mean, other than the fact that the Rat King actually looks like, you know, the 80s Rat King. Rat King looks like he's supposed to look. Yeah. Rat King looks cool. I don't he understand why it's so hard to do that. Yeah. yeah. He looks dirty, but he looks cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you'd be dirty, too, if you was in the sewer. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um... April's jacket is kind of reminiscent of the, uh, you know, one from the uh, Bay produced movies, but you know, she looks better in this. Um, it looks like Karai is, it looks, she looks like she's got her two K three outfit on. Yes, it does. A little bit. Um, other than that, um, there's not really, uh, I didn't really see any other, uh, nuggets. Alright. I will say one of the spoilers in this um, is the, the suit that Donnie and Billy are working on, you don't see that in the series. Ooh. They Really? Yeah, you don't. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the suit that they're working on, you don't see that in the series. Hmm. That's weird. That's very weird. Yeah, you would, expect, you would have expected to see it, but yeah, you don't see it in this series. Yeah. I wonder if it'll show up later. Yes, yeah, the one at the very beginning of the book. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, then, uh, let's move on to issue two. Uh, this issue kicks off with a shot in Dimension X. Uh, there, uh, all of the bad guys have gathered. That includes uh, Goldar. Uh, who's that girl? Do I know? Is Scorpina. That? Scorpina. Okay, I don't know that person. There's a bunch of putties. Uh, there's Bebop and Rocksteady, there's Baxter Stockman, and they're all kind of kneeling in front of Rita, who is uh, on a throne uh, with a with a big cape, uh, real menacing looking. Uh, and then Tommy's there, not Tommy. <laughs> Casey. Casey is there uh, as Ranger X. Uh, cut back to the turtles who are discussing what what, what actions do we take now? We got to get our buddy back. Uh, there's a lot of uh, discussion, and uh, Tommy's all like, oh, the things things are real bad. Uh, you know, it, it's not good when a ranger is bad. And then, you know, apparently you have to break, th- like, an item of importance to mm-hmm. break the enchantment that Rita has put on them. Uh, and 
they figure that out because Raph is all like, you were totally bad. Now you're totally good. How did it break? You know, so there was a whole conversation there. Uh, we then learned that Ranger X is one of five Rangers from Dimension X. Uh, we also learned that Krang is in on the uh, in on the fun and working with with Rita. There's a whole conversation there. Uh, cut back. Uh, you can see Splinter and Zordon. Uh, playing chess, which nice touch, uh, and having a discussion about raising teenagers and how you know as as great as their their brood are, they would love them to stay kids for just a little longer. Uh, then in Angel Grove, a portal opens up above April and Balkan Skull, and out comes the bad guys, uh, which includes Rita, uh, Leatherhead for some reason, Slash, Goldar, Bebop, Rocksteady, or not Bebop, just Rocksteady, a bunch of putties with guns and other various bad guys. Uh, they, April calls the turtles, and boom, they all morph and teleport? That's is that a thing? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. They all morph, and apparently Billy and Donatello figured out a way to morph all of them at the same time uh, by linking the, the 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 coins to more than one person uh, through the power grid. So you have all the Turtle Rangers and the Power Rangers fighting side by side, uh, including April O'Neil. There's a long, protracted uh, fight scene where there's a lot of... Uh, you know, quips being thrown around and explanation that uh, who knows how long this is going to last. We're stretching the limits of the of, of, of the power grid. Uh, and then Ranger X shows up and goes toe to toe with Raphael. Uh, and he slaps him back with his little hockey stick thing. Uh, Raphael breaks the hockey stick thing, which should, you know, knock Casey out of his little his 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 uh, hypnosis. His mind control hypnosis stuff, uh, only to tell Raphael, "Hey, hey, man, uh, I'm I'm not being mind controlled. I'm not brainwashed. Uh, this will make sense eventually. Trust me." Uh, the fight continues. There's a, a couple of bad guys who were actually invading. What is what? Where is it that Zordon lives? The uh, uh, what, what's the it com- called? The, the, the command center. Command center. Yeah, uh, which is where – what's that guy's name? The little robot guy? Alpha 5. Alpha 5. I love that guy. I just can't ever remember his name. Uh, so things are looking real bad when it's revealed that, hey, Shredder's here. And it, is he a good guy? We don't know. To be continued. So this is a lot of action, a lot of uh, unexplained just stuff. Uh, the yeah. bad guys have made their, their – um, intentions known and we're we're like stuff has hit the fan so uh what do you guys think alden you go first um so i first thing i i want to talk about is how cool rita's design redesign is like dude it's so sick this is a design we've never seen of rita it's completely sleek it's not frumpy like that the dress that she wears um and this uh jeff i don't know if you can see in the chat here uh but i posted some pictures for sergio to see but this uh pose that she does is an, is an homage of uh the two characters lord zed and lord draken right um which i absolutely love 
Um, I mean, she I, looks sexy. I mean, that's yeah, dude, she looks hot. <laughs> like just, she's she's knocking off all the check marks of hot villainous. Like, <laughs> 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 but I love that. Um, I love that. Zordon is mob- is mobile now because finally someone figured that out instead of him just being on a wristwatch and his voice there like you can actually talk to Zordon because he's mobile and I love that uh that um oh my god what's the what's the dad's name um Splinter Splinter <laughs> yeah Master Splinter Master Splinter is holding him uh so I I love that and uh when Everyone comes out of that portal. I was when I and I saw this, I was like, oh, my God, this is about to be the most epic battle I've ever seen. Like, because it's just so many people and so many villains on one screen that I've never seen before. Um, the the power grid thing uh, being in close close proximity to the original power coin uh, actually puts logic to it. Rather than, you know, them saying that they can't be far from each other, they have to be really close to each other to fight. Like, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, because the power grid is being stretched very, th- very thin. Um, so that makes sense. Um, what was it? Oh, uh, who is this? Who is this that's in this? Uh, that's with Zach. Donnie. Yeah, Donnie. 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 Donnie calls out racism in this in this spot, <laughs> which I thought was so funny. He says, uh, he says, Donnie, do you know anything about alligators? And Donnie says, why? Is it because I'm a reptile? You know, all cold blooded <laughs> animals aren't the same, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> like, calls out racism right there, dog. I loved it. <laughs> that, that is a really good line. Um. Yeah, I knew I knew that the breaking of the breaking of the hockey stick wasn't going to work. Yeah, and we already knew that 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 wasn't going to work. They told us at the very beginning that this is going to work. So of course it's not going to work. Trope trope 101. Yeah. Don't listen don't listen to the characters. They don't know what's going on. <laughs> um and then they just blow up the command center. They just blow it up and like Shredder coming in and saving Alpha Five and Zordon is actually weird as hell. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was not expecting that. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's so much. This is a thick, thick issue. Uh, Jeff, what do you think? You know, a lot of what you know, uh, Echo. Uh, you know, a lot of what Alden said. You know, just beautiful splash page of Rita just coming in like, you know, the ultimate waifu. If you're going to do it, do it big. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she just looks absolutely incredible. She reminds me of Hela from Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, no. Yeah. For sure. She gives off, yeah. she gives off, she gives off Hela vibes. She gives off, uh, um, uh, insurgent wonder woman vibes. Hmm. Hmm. Definitely. Like what else you got, Jeff? I'm I'm loving all these little moments, like with the turtles and the rangers and and Master Splinter and Zordon, you know. That's just just really, you know, just a nice touch, you know. And I like to see. I was like, oh, of course there, you know, there's pizza, but nobody's eating because everybody's worried about stuff, you know. And 
splinter and zordon trying to take their minds off stuff and you know i really i really dig those little moments um it was cool to see you know just og krang because we know it's you know it's the 80s it's 80s krang but still with the essence of the hey i'm a general or i'm a lord or you know whatever you know like i'm in i'm in you know, in charge and, you know, from the, um, the, uh, the darker, you know, IDW books. Yeah. The only thing I don't like though is that everybody else is unique and I get it, you know, uh, you know, April kind of has to look like that, but she could look a little different, but she does. She doesn't have a skirt. Which, which there was a a fantastic little commentary there. She's like, I didn't know it was an option. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Pretty great. Yeah, I, like I think my only complaint here is, uh, again, nitpicks is including characters for the sake of inclusion. Like that, the Rat King was included in the previous uh, issue for the sake of inclusion. Doesn't uh, show up again. Does not show up again. Yeah, like Leatherhead and Slash, while really drawn, cool, and it works with the story and the whole brainwashing stuff. These. What are they pulling from here? Like, are these the Leatherhead and Slash from the IDW comics? Are these a more traditional Leatherhead and Slash? Like, because both of these characters flip-flop from being good guys and bad guys. Yeah. Depending on the version of the Turtles you're reading. So, throwing them into you know the big pile of, we're, we've gotten all your rogues gallery. It doesn't really ring true because these guys are kind of good guys. Yeah, and and again, they are superfluous to the story. They don't they don't they don't matter. Yeah, but that's what you, I guess that's what you do when you when you have to hit all the you know the the check boxes, right? Yeah, I mean I I I can get that. You know, um, Leatherhead very much looks like you know kind of two K three, kind of twenty twelve, a little. Yeah. Yeah. Slash. Mm. I do. He looks like the IDW slash. So kind of maybe a little bit smaller. Maybe exactly. Like, like what, my, my question is like, what are we looking at? Yeah. Like, what is it? What are we looking at? And, and I don't think that when it comes to like different versions of stuff, I don't think the power Rangers have as like, it's not as big of a problem with them because there's not, Eight ver- eight reboots of the original Power Rangers to you know pull from. There's the original Power Rangers, and then all of those others that are kind of all in the same universe, right? Yeah, they kind they yeah. live in the same universe. If if Tommy is in your book, it's pretty it's pretty much given who that Tommy is, right? Yeah. But if Leatherhead is in your book, you kind of have to go through the Leatherhead inventory and be like, okay, what are they pulling from here? You know? Yeah. Uh, but I do like this. I, I, I like this simply for the for the the fight scene interactions like this is the real bread and butter of the series. You know, these two sets of teenagers kind of having a blast being superheroes. And even though they're so drastically different uh, when it comes to, you know, humans and turtles and, uh, you know, how they were raised and how they got their uh, skills they are at their core super similar and 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 that's really cool 
Yeah, I do love the fact that they're very similar. Yeah. Um, you know, it was it was weird seeing um seeing Ralph be not not Ralph uh it's, yeah, Ralph being the Red Ranger. It's Ralph Alden. It, it was weird seeing him be the, being the Red Ranger, but like, like no, that makes sense because he, uh, like, I mean, not the Red Ranger. Uh, I forget who it was, but because you they're they're going by their their corresponding weapons, mm-hmm. so uh, it makes sense that uh, that Donnie would be with you know zach because they both where they both use some sort of staff um or uh mikey being with trini because uh she actually she what's crazy is that she kind of uses daggers which would have been more on the ralph side it's (laughs) ralph Are you doing that just to jab him, or are you I'm doing? Not, like, I'm are you not. Thinking like, are you thinking like freaking happy days over here? No, I'm not. I actually have an uncle. His name is his name is Raphael. Raphael is, is is yeah. His name. So we call him Raphael, but we just we just we just put the whole thing together. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> what were you saying about Trini? But yeah, it it. Trini has she she uses daggers and I thought it was cool to see like Mikey using like dagger nunchucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But they're going off their corresponding weapons. Which is yeah, it's just it's cool. It's just cool. Uh the, the and the, the shredder cliffhanger is kinda perfect. It's kinda perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's uh do you have any nuggets before we get to issue three, Jeff? Uh let's see here. Not really. There's not a whole lot of nuggets. Yeah, like the the, the thing is, is that nothing is really hidden because everything is out in the open, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. Well, let's move on to issue three. Issue three. So, uh, Shredder's there to save the day. Uh, he 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 gets there and he basically tells uh, Tommy and Jason Alpha Five to follow him and bring your Zordon with you. And they don't really have much of a choice because, you know, th- th- everything is kind of a collapsing around them. So they escape. Uh, it's then revealed that what Casey is doing with Baxter Stockman is shutting down the morphin morphin morphing grid Morphin grid. Uh-huh. Morphin grid. Yeah. Uh, and so far, we still think Casey is a bad guy. Shuts down the grid. All of the characters demorph. And uh, good guys get away. Bad guys get away. Uh, and chaos reigns outside of the uh, out in Angel Grove. It's then revealed that Rita and Krang are at the what's it called? Headquarters? What's it, what is it again? Command Center. Command Center. And of course, they're looking to take over the Earth. Uh, Casey is there with them, um, and obviously we have to wait for him to. It's it's a mere pages away, but it's starting to become more clear that he's actually got his own little plan going. Shredder basically says, "You know what? You have to work with me. We like a common. We have to work together because of a common common enemy. I don't like it as you know as much as you don't, but we don't have a choice." And 
of course, the bad guys are terrorizing Angel Grove, and for some reason, we feel it's necessary to to, to weave Bulk and Skull and April into this as journalists, which, sure, we, we can totally have that as a plot thread. Why not? The Turtles and the Rangers figure out a way to integrate Mutagen into the now dormant power coins, which turns the Power Rangers into temporary dinosaur people. There's there's a whole there's a whole page. This I'll talk about the page when we're done. Then there's a whole fight scene with a bunch of epic dinosaur action shots and some cool quippy one-liners about being cold-blooded and not being able to figuring out how to how to walk as a dinosaur with a tail. Uh, Casey comes back and finally reveals, "Look, guys, I thought I was doing the right thing, but you know, uh, I, I didn't give away any information, but I'm actually still a good guy." Uh, the fight continues. Splinter is mentoring everybody as it happens. Sh- Shredder has a plan to go to Dimension X uh, and uh, take care of business. The issue ends with Shredder and the four turtles going through a portal to Dimension X. Uh, and the, the idea is to find the other X Rangers from Dimension X because that morph- Morphin Grid is not down. Mm-hmm. They know it's not down because Casey is still able to morph. So there you have it. Issue three. We got to talk about these dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs. I don't know what you're talking about. I Look, I, I love dinosaurs. This is real dumb. This is so cool. This is so stupid. It's so cool. It's so peak. T- not even bad. <laughs> just... Honestly, you ever played the game Boggle? Yeah. Like, it's it's like Scrabble, except with dice. So, like, I feel like somebody just put all of the the Turtles' ideas and Rangers' ideas into a Boggle thing, shook it, and they said, oh, looks like we're doing dinosaur people this time. (laughs) It's so hokey, and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hokey. Like when I saw when I saw that Jason was a t- was a T Rex, and I was like, "Why is his arm so long?" <laughs> <laughs> and then and, they bring it up. Yeah, and then J- Jason has the same co- comment. He's like, "Oh, look at that! I still have human arms." <laughs> I think it's so. I think it's so hokey, and I think you know when you think about the turtles, like you don't really think. Oh wait, they're actually turtles. Like they're mutants, but they're people. And they take that and they they just flip it and they take <laughs> and they make the Power Rangers mutants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jeff. What, what what do you think? I know you um, like dinosaurs. I'm I absolutely love dinosaurs. I'm obsessed with dinosaurs. Uh, and this, uh, come on, you had to realize this this was gonna happen. Uh, this is the next logical step. I know. <laughs> I'm here for every freaking bit of it. Yeah, this was awesome. <laughs> I, I, I just, You're vetoed again, dog. Yep, it's uh, two look, to one. It's two to look, one. It's, it, is it entertaining? Absolutely. Does it – it's uh, – this is why I hate crossovers. This kind of <laughs> dumb stuff is why I hate crossovers. 
because they literally did the exact same thing in the Batman crossover. Like the first crossover was what if the Batman villains got their hands on some mutagen? Ooh. And then in the, in, in, in the second crossover, it was, Oh, what, what happens if, if all the turtles villains got their hands on some venom? Ooh. Like they're doing, they're following the same pattern in the, the first crossover here. It was, what happens if the turtles get to morph? Now it's what if the morphers get to mutate? <laughs> oh my god! Like, like just, I said, it's hokey, but it, it screams pitch meeting is what it screams. <laughs> oh man! Like this is this is when I like when I put the books down and I was like, that's that's what it's gonna be. That's how this is gonna go. And and like Tommy's a dragon. He's just a, a anthropomorphized dragon. Yeah. 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 Okay. So there is something I will bring up, and I think it's an issue. I think it's issue five that uh, I want to bring it up. But so in this, uh, I love that Trini is like straight up bloodlusting because she's a saber tooth. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she can smell him. She's like straight up bloodlusting. Um, and um, Kimberly not being able to fly, and she's just like kind of plotting around and <laughs> not knowing what to do but my favorite of all is when which scene is this where they're like you're a dragon right J- uh right tommy and they're like yeah so it'd be crazy if you could breathe fire and he goes god i hope i do <laughs> and then you just see the face of the buddy <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. It, it's look, just so hokey. The premise is super dumb. They have fun with it. I'll give them that. Uh, and and of course, Master Splinter being being like, ah, oh, you have to relearn how to be. You so far you've been a human, but now you are a humanoid dinosaur. You have to be <laughs> the humanoid dinosaur. I'm like, shut up, Master Splinter. <laughs> <sighs> It's fine. It's fine. And Casey just proves that he's a dumb. Like we know Casey's kind of an idiot. Like his 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 gumption has always been bigger than his intellect. So like him kind of failing at being a the perfect inside man. Yeah. Is very on brand. Like they straight up knew. Like they knew immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I, it's it's a fun issue. I it's, it, but it did d- definitely change the tone for me. Uh, what what uh, else you got, I, Jeff? I also wanted to tell you, um, with the bulk and skull thing. Mm-hmm. So not necessarily in the in the show, but in the comic, they are very much journalists for the Power Rangers. They do own that like that that uh YouTube series or whatever it is uh like ranger nation like they keep up with all the news for the rangers that's oh, what they okay. do which oh, is a shout okay. out which is a shout out to like um an actual social media thing right um it's just it's just what they call the the ranger community the ranger nation yeah okay okay well then i get you know what i'll, I'll back off on that one <laughs> that that one seems like a smart move 
Uh, Jeff, what else you got? You're just hating on dinosaurs over here, man. <laughs> I just, love dinosaurs, but like, so dinosaur stupid. people. It's so not the first time we've had dinosaur people. <laughs> the dinosaur it's people so, in the eighties. It's so stupid. I love it so much. You know, I love it, it so much. It fits right in with you know, Tokusatsu is is dumb in the best way possible because there's all kinds of weird crap that goes on. And this them having this just continues that trope, which is wonderful. So so is Billy just a triceraton? Yeah, he's just a triceratops. No, a triceraton. Like that's a that's a, a ninja turtles thing. Like it's it's oh. an alien race of triceratops people. Oh. I'm surprised they didn't call that out. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, you kind of look like a guy that I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would have been a great. Oh, they they failed us in that regard. That's right. I told you it sucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't suck. Uh, what else you got, Jeff? Before we move on to issue four, you know they're, they're not really putting a whole lot of nuggets in here. They really aren't. Um, well, when you have to service like thirteen characters, they don't really have room for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, Crank shows up in his his robot, you know, body, but looking more like a freaking Colossus. Yeah, yeah. Than anything else, but you know, yeah, I like, you know, I I don't know a super b- big amount of Power Ranger stuff, but and I I definitely didn't know the interworkings of the Morphin Grid, but I didn't realize it was like the internet going out. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. Like, it's like Krang just turned off the router. Like, yeah. So you've watched you've watched that movie, right? Yeah. You watched yeah. the most recent one. Mm-hmm. So what Goldar is trying to do, like him trying to drill, uh, the the Zeo crystal. Like if he pulls the Zeo crystal out, like that's it. Like they can't morph. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's so it is just as fragile as an internet connection all right cool yeah it's, yeah. it's actually very fragile <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna per- use that to protect the world uh all right well let's move on to issue four uh we kick it kick it off in dimension x with the turtles and shredder uh trying to find their way to the x the dimension x morphers uh morphers power coins whatever morphers and there's conveniently four of them left uh, the entire time they're having a discussion as to should we be trusting the shredder? He's still the shredder. He may be working with us, you know, just just the, the real trophy, uh, you know, got to join forces uh, discussion um, back on Earth. There's still a full on melee happening with the the dino rangers and the putties and all of the other bad guys. Uh, Leatherhead just straight shirt. up mayhem. Yeah, like every single panel is just a wicked action action shot which i don't hate uh back at the command center uh the 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 bad guys who aren't in battle are trying to figure out uh you know how to work things there and uh, try to figure out how to take over the planet and rita has her big plan and here's where casey finally reveals i was working for the good guys oh you knew it and yeah and things don't go well for him rita knew that he was you know trying to play her or at least that that was you know possible and so his his plan crumbles very very quickly uh the turtles do find the 
the the X morphers in Dimension X. They also find Karai, who's conveniently in a glass closet. <laughs> and she's like, oh, hey, hey, guys, uh, they stole me when they stole Jones. They could have given me a morpher and brainwashed me, but didn't. <laughs> um, back on Earth, the fight is still happening. Uh, oh, but but before before we head back to Earth, uh, the bad guys finally show up to fight the turtles once they have all the morphers. And they aren't nearly as broken as originally suggested because power up power extreme we now have extreme ranger turtles uh they tear through all the bad guys in dimension x uh and bulk and skull end up tricking bebop and rocksteady into giving them an interview for their youtube show uh that's goofy more fighting is happening on earth when all of the bad guys or all the good guys turn and see krang has arrived in a giant megazord android mecha body suit. <laughs> yeah th- this is a mecha that's, yeah that's, that's what that's, this is um yeah so so all of that happened uh i enjoyed this issue uh, the, the ranger x turtles are super stupid which <laughs> is on brand for this entire run <laughs> but the thing is is you it's something you can kind of see coming if you know, all four of them are going to Dimension X specifically to get them, and they all happen to be the right color for the four turtles. Yep. You know, like, the real dead weight here is Karai. Like, why? <laughs> it doesn't fit into the plot. You called whatsoever. it a glass closet. But, of course, of course, the last issue is going to be Zords, right? Like, yeah. That, that's kind of how the previous one went. That's what's going to happen here. I, I this this is this is where it should be going. Uh, what did you think, Jeff? I, I was not expecting that. Um, <laughs> so you're going with Alden's takes. Uh, so my take. Um, you know, just just continuing here, like the art, man, just freaking nailed it. Especially the one where we, uh, the the panel where we're in Angel Grove and, and Master Splinter is fighting, uh, you know, the putties with the Rangers is just, oh, man, it's jaw dropping. Like this might be some of my most favorite art in a Turtles book. Slash crossover. I, I hate to say it, but you you're not far from wrong. It's amazing. Or you're not far from right, I guess. Yeah. Uh, it, it looks way better than the Batman crossover. Yeah. Yeah. At least the first one. <laughs> oh, no, all of them. I haven't. Well, I haven't. We haven't read the third one yet, so I don't I don't know. But yeah, this is this is definitely they just they went all out um, yeah. for this one. And uh, I love. So there's there are these like moments where you know, Bulk and Skull can just really kind of talk their way out of or into anything. And when they're, you know, talking to Bebop and Rocksteady, I'm like, hey, you guys could be stars. Really? And then you get <laughs> a quick glimpse of them turning into the, you know, the 87 cartoon versions for like, oh, yeah. 
yep a second you know that was that i thought that was really cool those faces are so funny dude <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're so funny they really are i i do love those suits a lot um there's not really there's not really many nuggets not really any nuggets but seeing crying in the body of a megazord was just i was like not really expecting that so that was very pleasant surprise yeah that's that's right up your alley oh yeah oh yeah and and seeing like those classic like season one power rangers villains um uh in the technodrome because like, i lo- i love i love all those designs especially i guy and um I can't remember the the bone guy's name. I know in Japan he's called Dora Skeleton, but I want to say Bojangles, but that's wrong. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know any of those those dudes. <laughs> yeah, all of these all of these villains is actually what I was going to bring up because this is this is straight up one of the um, what were you calling it nuggets? This is a, this is a this is a Power Ranger nugget. Now, yeah. what's funny is that every last I think almost all of these villains that's in here, except two of them, the two on the far right. Um, but every villain that you see here, you can actually get a, a toy of right now. Like all so, of these are available. So are these like the the villains that would you know come down to Earth and then fight them and then Rita would throw her little stick down and they'd grow to be big? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Cool. Um. So they all that was this is this is a this is a nugget uh, because all of these are incredibly notable uh, ranger villains like Porky Pig, uh, I Guy. Um, what's uh, his that's, name? That's, that's the wrong company. Por, por, yeah, I doubt his name is Porky Pig. Pudgy, I think it was Pudgy. Yeah, Pig, Pudgy right? Pig. It's Pudgy, Pudgy. Pig. <laughs> yeah, Pudgy Pig. Um, and then um, the, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get you, Rangers. <laughs> I would love to, I'd pay to see that. <laughs> um, another nugget is Rita and Krang actually using the viewing globe from the command center, um, which is how Zordon and Alpha would find out what what was going on on Earth. Uh, they would actually use the the viewing globe. Um, how the viewing globe works? No one knows. But if you see, <laughs> if you see, if you look into the viewing globe, it's literally a shot from the very first, pa- like one of the panels is the same shot in the viewing globe because because that's exactly how the viewing globe works. <laughs> you just take you just take scenes that you've already seen and you put them in the viewing globe. Yeah, um, I um, there's not much in this in this uh, in this one that I was really um fascinated by but of course like the the one that we talked about that you talked about sergio is um the very first uh slides in this is um in angel grove it's just every every panel just straight up gnarly with the fighting the fighting is so good in this um and now they're they're completely uh turned into their mutant selves and they've learned to fight um uh perfectly as the uh, as the mutant rangers those are just so good um uh, yeah 
I was I was very much expecting Krang to be in the Megazord, especially that was the reason that they went to the command center. They wanted the Zords. Yeah. Um, because uh, they could have gone they could have gone underwater to got the, and got the Dragon Zord, but they went to the command center so they could get these Zords. So this made sense to me. Um, I I'm I was frightened to figure out what Krang was going to do with this because this is a lot of power. And, you know, um, the the Rangers are currently not attached to the to the morphing grid. And so they can't do anything with the Zords. So it kind of left me at a cliffhanger with that um, because I had no idea what they were going to do. But yeah, this this issue had a lot of action, uh, but a lot of it was kind of a lot of this was kind of predictable. Right, right. That's Everything but like the cliffhangers, like where, what do they how do they fix this? I think yeah. is is the thing that you kind of take from this book. Um, I, I, I want to nitpick for just a moment. So there are five X Ranger coins. Mm-hmm. OK, purple, red, blue, orange. And whatever Casey has, does he have the pink one? I think he has a red one because there's. Wrath has the red one. Well, this the, looks this looks red on him. Like it's, he he might have a pink one, but you know I'm colorblind and I mix red and pink, so that could be oh, exactly what it is. I didn't know that. <laughs> so so like, no one raised their hand and said, "Why don't we make Casey a color that's not one of the four turtles?" Yeah. And it, and I guess to double down on that, why not give why not give Karai one because there are six in regular ranger land on on earth why there's, there, there's why aren't five there's... and one created which is the dragon zord okay why can't there Rita, be six Rita in... created that one. <laughs> okay okay it's like i don't know man <laughs> it, 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 are these these details are the ones that i'm like why didn't you fix this why are there two red coins? There, there's an infinite number of colors it could have been. Yeah, they could have. They could have definitely did. You know, as sad as it is, I mean, he basically is the Green Ranger. They could have given him a green power, a green yeah. power, a uh, power morpher. The green. Yeah. Why not? Because Shredder has that. He has the one from Earth. Yeah, he has the power morpher. Oh, that's from right. Earth. That's right. Yeah, I, it. I don't know. I don't know. I agree with you. I actually <clears throat> do agree with you on that. Uh, let's move on. Book five. Wrap this baby up. Issue five. Uh, the turtles are returning from Dimension X. They land in the command center to turn the power grid back on. Or the morphin grid back on. Rita has actually uh, hypnotized or mind-controlled Casey this time, and they are approaching the battlefield ready to join the melee that's already going on with the mutant Power Rangers. Uh, There's a really good dragon joke that we'll get when we're done here. Uh, The Shredder, he uses the the Nally reactivated Morphin Grid to become the Green Ranger or the Shredder Ranger, and he also activates the Dragon Zord 
to fight the Krang that is inside of the Megazord. It's then revealed that apparently they are able to put Zordon into Metalhead's body out of nowhere, and he joins the fight as a Zord as well. So we have big, big Metalhead versus, or big Metalhead, the Dragon Zord, and against Krang's Megazord. So, uh, um, Alpha is actually uh, working Metalhead. Is that Alpha? Yeah, Alpha is actually running Metalhead. Oh, okay. I thought that was Zordon. Zordon's Zordon's inside of Alpha. If you oh. see it, if you look at it again, he's inside yeah. of Alpha, but Alpha is actually running Metalhead. Okay, all right. It's still, <laughs> still out. They're doing. <laughs> I'm trying to make it better nowhere. for you. <laughs> just unannounced. Just oh, we're working on something. Um. <laughs> so everyone is fighting. Everyone is winning and losing. Uh, the X Rangers or the Turtle X Rangers are just getting spanked by Rita. And Casey is, again, fighting uh, Raph, a thing that happens a lot. Uh, and there's some really good lines between him, uh, b- between the two, specifically about, you know, him being beaten by a thousand year old lady. And Casey breaks the the mind control on his own. And that turns the tables or how the how the ta- how the turntables uh on Rita, and that's kind of how they defeat her. Everyone is now attacking the Krang Megazord. That includes Metalhead, the Dragonzord, and all of the morphed Rangers, or all, all of the mutated Rangers. Uh, the 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 grand finale is Metalhead and the Dragonzord combining to make a shelled Dragonzord that has. A head as a neck. Okay. Uh, April. Head, head as a neck. Yeah. Uh, April and Bulk and Skull are reporting on all of the, the, the chaos. And finally, the good guys win and they're banishing Rita and Krang to where are they sending them? They're putting them in the uh, in the in the garbage cans. What? Uh, how, how do those work? So that's exactly where Rita came from. Somebody somebody went to the moon and that's um, right. And they opened the garbage can, and that's how Rita was re- that's how Rita was released. Um, and so they're putting her back in it, and they're also putting Crane in one as well. Cool, cool. Uh, the turtles then hang out with the, the rangers uh, as their humanoid selves again, and there's a big power bunga, like high five sequence there. It's like hey yay woohoo! Uh, then there's kind of an epilogue where Casey and April, as X rangers, are headed to Dimension X to hang out with the neutrinos, which is very much a deep cut turtles thing. Shredder has. Remember that whole thing about remember that whole thing about um them not having uh, a morpher for Casey a different color that's crazy mm-hmm. it, it's wild right <laughs> absolutely wild uh, Shredder it has his own little army from all the 
Power Rangers characters now, and he has the Green Morpher, and now he's buddying up with Lord Zed. The end. I was wondering when Lord Zed was going to to pop up in here. Uh, I'm surprised it took so long, to, to be honest. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's just a few things in this book that I'm just like, what? Why? But it it's it's a fun read. Uh, what'd you think, Alden? Um. Yeah, it's a fun read. It's uh, I, I've told you this before we started recording. It's definitely not as good as the first run. Um, like as much as I do enjoy the way that the dinosaurs uh, look, it's it's hokey, but it's it's still not as good as the first the first run. The first run just had it had so many quips in it that just worked. Um, and you know. Uh, the metalhead thing, you know, that was used already. So, but like we use it again because it was the comparable to the Megazord. Um, it was weird seeing Alpha do it. Now, I think there should have been some kind of way to do exactly what you thought it was, because Zordon was a ranger. I felt like Zordon should have been running Metalhead rather than Alpha, um, an AI system. Yeah. So I think that Zordon, they should have figured out a way to put Zordon into Metalhead. That would have made sense, more sense than having Alpha do it. Um, I didn't, I didn't like the Casey being uh, brainwashed at this moment and then breaking it immediately. And then, like, how did he break it? Like, it just made no sense to me. Um, it was just like this. This felt like this part was sped up in um, in writing it, but. The part that made the most sense is one that you said, uh, so that these morphers are just here. They're just out being uh, guarded by putties. And it's for this moment where Rita actually, she has control over the morphers, which is why, uh, you know, she had gotten Donnie, uh, Leo, and Mikey. And then eventually, uh, how do do you say his name? Raphael. (laughs) <laughs> but she took control over them because uh she she had possession of of the morphers so they were they were uh what's the word modified um, modified but i'm looking for the word uh uh trap um ambush it was an ambush oh, okay they were ambushed there you go yeah they were ambushed into into taking them um remember that joke i told you about uh about Tommy being a dragon. Well, then this comes up, comes up. So the first thing that comes up is they talk about him not being able to use the whistle, the flute. He not being yep. able to use the flute because he, because first off he's not a ranger, and then he can't do it because he's he doesn't he can't he can't use the flute. And then the second thing that they do is he doesn't have wings. And he's a dragon, so Kim has to actually take him, and he actually does fire breathe on there, Crane. There's there's so much in that one <laughs> panel that I I'm just dissecting. Like, okay, first off, he can't he can't blow into it because he has no lips, or can he not blow into it because if he blows into it, he'll just set it on fire. Also. If you if you've seen Power Rangers, you don't really need lips to blow into that thing because you, sure don't. you blow through it through a helmet. 
So <laughs> again, and the thing apply- is that Shredder still blows through it through a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're, you're applying logic to Tokusatsu. It just doesn't work. Like, does it work? Oh man, the, the amount of chaos they captured in that one frame. Yes, without absolutely. even meaning to. <laughs> Oh man! Uh, but yeah, I I feel like some of some of this some of this issue here was rushed. Um, <clears throat> you know, we got to the ending. I think I think we were rushing to get to like it, this this. I think this whole part started off really strong with you know Rita being such a ba. Like she's so cool in the first issues of this, um, and then eventually it just kind of falls off to her being. You know, outbeaten by Krang. You know, outsmarted by Krang. Uh, as far as like character-wise, yeah. Char- char- uh, Krang is very much the more villainous character towards the end of this. Um, and you know, I, the the Dragon Turtle Zord power up. Um, I felt like when I when I saw the Megazord Metalhead power up, like, dude, I. I dropped my iPad. I was like, this is so cool. This is sick. Like, why didn't I get a toy of this? Um, but this one, I was like, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Because at this point, it had already been done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we finally get to see all of the boys in their hologram suits. Um, and then uh, uh, Leo saying that he should be taller. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> And I think they were, you know, I think they were really rushing to get to Zed. I think we've been, they've been wanting to get to Zed this long. Um, you know, just, just looking at the way he's drawn, dude. Zed's such a good villain. He's such a good villain. Um, and I think that that's really what they were rushing towards. It sucks that they had to, that they rushed towards it, but you know, it makes sense because he's just, he's just a great villain. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jeff? So I'm going to cut the Zed thing real quick. Did they have they already gotten to him in the the mainline comics? I haven't got, I haven't read that yet. OK, so I, I don't I don't know either. But like, you know, he he was good on, on the show to start out. Um, A lot of those same sentiments I can echo, except I disagree with the metalhead and alpha thing because alpha is a robot. And so is Metalhead, so that totally made sense for him to control uh, Metalhead because you know they're similar in ways. Yeah, yeah, I guess I guess that makes sense. Um, I I love the 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 whole part about Tommy not being able to fly and having Kimberly help him fly. That was that was just great. Um, and finally breathing fire. I love that. Um. The whole, you know, the whole Casey, you know, finally being, you know, fully evil and then just breaking you know, that I, that that did feel, you know, a bit much for me. Like it should have been like that to begin with. But like he could have been struggling with that throughout the entire book. You know, and kind of like going in and out of being evil and like wait and just, you know, fighting the mind control. Because Casey's, you know, you know, that that. You know, strong-minded when he's determined. Yeah, yeah, and and, and actually, I, I kind of want to add an addendum to that. Like, 
Casey's not strong-minded because he is very much an idiot. He's strong-willed. Yeah. He's very strong-willed, and he has a big heart. So I can see his dumb brain just not being programmed right because he's got a dumb brain. Yeah. Like, you can't brainwash someone who's had that many concussions. Right. (laughs) That is true. (laughs) Uh. I kind of echo everything y'all have said. It was, it was a fun read. A lot of it felt rehashed from the first, you know, the first five books, which when you're crossing over, there's only so many quippy little things you can, you can do to, to tie these properties together. Like my only real, again, all of my complaints just sound so petty but why is there a yellow X morpher? Where did that come from? Yeah, yeah. Like where? That's why I was like, it's it's funny that we were just talking about how uh, <laughs> that Casey didn't get his own color, but here April is with her own color. <laughs> yeah, like why well, I mean, was Casey, it? Well, I mean Casey kind of did. It's kind of like the an off like reddish purple deal, and like throughout. You know, Super Sentai and Power Rangers history, there's always, you know, there's been different colored, like, sixth, you know, uh, Rangers. Uh, yeah, yeah. But they very much established that these are the five. These are the five. Two of them are red, and there's only five. There and have been two reds before. Su- su- suddenly, suddenly. Oh, we there's there was one in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> it was yellow. You, you want this one, April? We could have gave we could have given it to Karai, but you know, <laughs> oops, <laughs> oops. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> this this fifth issue seemed a bit sloppier than issue five the first time around. And I don't like the design of the Dragon Zord Metalhead at all. Well, you're not the Metalhead guy now, are you? So, you know. but uh, Vito. I, I like I like the shell. I like him having a shell, but I don't I like think I liked him having a shell too. I don't think it changed his look enough, and just sticking a head on his neck it just doesn't do it for me. I mean, I will give you that they could have done something a little different and made it look you know a little different. But like that's that kind of design is is common uh, yeah. in a lot of the the mecha designs and stuff. So, um, so so like e- either the dragon sword has a head on his neck or metalheads wearing a little dragon hat either way and both ways it's stupid yeah so. now there is an interesting thing that i'm going to bring up uh that will make y'all think uh possibly so i think if i'm not mistaken in the beginning of the books um they talk about uh you know don Tittle says you know it's like oh why don't you guys stay morphed all the time mm-hmm. and then at the end of this book the Rangers are feeling the effects of being human again and having a taste of that, like that power. So that really kind of comes full circle um, for, you know, both sets of characters. Yeah. Cause yeah. Like, they like, she's like, Kimberly's like, I can't fly anymore. And I was like, that's just like one of the most adorable <laughs> things <laughs> for, you know, from this whole book that I was like, I was like, she gets to fly like you get to you get to fly a, a, a Megazord. It's not the same as like your own personal <laughs> flight. It's true. But, yeah. 
Yeah, and I really, really liked that. Um, uh, I, like, and like Trini really, really liked being a cat. Yeah, yeah. I, I get it. I totally get it. Like, I, I feel like she's gonna. She, I feel like she has a really interesting Google search history. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Don't save search on kids. Save search on. <laughs> um. And then, of course, Kim, when I'm going back to Kim, she's like, I literally have to walk everywhere and it's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I absolutely love that. Yeah, the the like the mutagen is always very much a a plot device that is just built on convenience. And them being able to harness mutagen in a way that doesn't permanently mutate the user is very much a eh, it'll just science it away. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, like I'm going to say I actually enjoyed this uh this one more than the first one. Oh, a bit. Uh mainly because, you know, just the just the the craziness and the just you know that ensued. And yeah, we had some of the same similar tropes uh, from the first one, you know, it's like it's kind of like what is this like the Austin Powers paradox where like you've got the jokes from in a lot of the jokes from Austin Powers one and Austin Powers two. I'm like, could you just do new jokes? <laughs> you know, like it, if they worked the first time. Yeah, it still works, but it's like, Oh, didn't we already do this? You know, but you know, it, it's a very small nitpick, but like overall I was just grinning ear to ear throughout this, this, this whole thing, because it's like, I, I love turtles. I love Power Rangers. I, I you know, as, as soon as Turtles was over, I was right into Power Rangers. Like that's that's where me and Sergio were completely opposite. I was all <laughs> in. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Overall, this one was much more off the rails than the first one, which big time. <laughs> yeah. You know, which uh, typically I really dig, but for some reason I just wasn't I wasn't down for the ride uh, like I was the first time around. And the first one just just seemed like it was crafted a bit more tightly. So any final thoughts, uh, Alden? Yeah, um, big fan of it. Big fan of the series, actually. Um, overall, like I said, I, I think the, the first one, the first five issues are better than this five issues. Uh, but I'm excited to see what they do with Zed. Um, I really hope I get to see like a mashup of both like the the rangers and you know some of the turtles still being turtles and some of the rangers being rangers but some of them being dinosaurs um specifically like if like you said trini if trini had the opportunity to like to be a ranger or be a mutant like she would totally she would totally choose being a mutant <laughs> like like <laughs> um yeah i'm just i'm excited to see what they do next because like you've done the flip flop so what's next now? Now this is where writing comes in. Like this is where the writing actually, you know, now you have a captive audience. You see people that want to, that want to read this, that are enthralled in it. So like now this is where you you capture the people and say, okay, so now we get to really write something original rather than something that we've already done and we just flop it, we just flip flop it, and then do it again. This. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Um, I, I once again I think the. The, the art is beautiful, but I think the art in Mighty Motion Power Rangers is beautiful. It's the most beautiful, some of the most beautiful art I've ever seen um, in a comic. Um, 
it's my style that I like uh, of comics. Um, and I know it's not for everyone, but I think I think overall, I think it's a beautiful coloring. I liked it. I'm excited to see what they do next. Uh, OK, well, Jeff, what's we have one more segment. What's it called? Next time on Shellheads. That's right. Next time is episode 115, which is a multiple of five, which means it's a Ace Duck Spotlight. Uh, no, no, we Dang it. We're not doing Ace Duck, Jeff. One day. We're we're gonna. When we run out of everything else to talk about, we'll talk about Ace Duck. But you are right. It is a character spotlight. A yet-to-be-named one. Uh, We'll figure it out between now and then. Uh, That pretty much does it. We're very much out of time. Alden, uh, where can you be found? Um, I can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Alden's Manor. Uh, A-L-D-E-N-S-M-A-N-O-R. Um, that's my uh, my personal stuff. If you want to look at any of my photography on Instagram, that is my first and last name, Alden Kirkland. Um, you can find me on Dead Scene Kids uh, with my co-host and best friend Hunter Camp, where we talk about music and the culture behind music. Uh, you can also find me on the upcoming podcast uh, with Sergio uh, called Downset Drip with our buddy Jay, where we talk about um, jerseys and uh, uniforms for uh, sporting events. And I am not a person that uh, watches sports, but it is hilarious. That's yes. Yeah, I cannot wait to release those episodes. I really can't. Uh, and you know, it's, it's going to be a couple weeks, Jeff. What are you going to be doing in the meantime? In the meantime, um, I'm going to be at the Warp Zone Arcade, Sergio, where I always am. Uh, we have started a Twitch channel, uh, to showcase, um, games that we have to play, uh, in the arcade. Uh, we've started streaming on Wednesdays and Saturdays. Um, and if you would like to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and and Twitch. Uh, you can our links are in the bio uh, on our Instagram page. I uh, just you know Warp Zone Arcade. Look for the Circle Controller logo. Uh, we do birthday parties, events, retro game restoration. We have uh, vintage Neo Geo games, uh, which are among our most favorites and most popular uh, in the arcade, from Metal Slug, King of Fighters, um, and and so on. Um, so if you're not already following us on all three, you know, platforms, please do so. Uh, and at some point we'll be streaming some Ninja Turtles games. Uh, I'm, I'm very sure, but right now we're, we're, we're knee deep in, uh, Earth Defense Force 5, which is just craziness. So, uh, you can check all those clips out on our, our, our Twitch channel. And where can we find you, Sergio? Uh, I'm in between projects right now. Oh no. <laughs> but you can totally reach. follow R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> Reality Breach still kind of has a a, a a Facebook and Twitter presence, uh, and and you know all of our shows still carry the Reality Breached banner, and it's it is the the overall thing. So it, you can follow us. Uh, also, just follow Shellheads on our platforms. You know that's that's the best way to keep in touch with us. Uh, we 
we uh, we're pretty active there. As active, I mean, I respond to messages. I may not be posting stuff, but that's how to get in contact with yours truly and uh, Jeff over there. So, thank you for your time, Alden. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh, assuming there's a third one, we'll have you back. But tune in next time. Uh, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. I'm Alden. And we're Shellheads. Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.